0: I asked my doctor to write a note saying I suffer from cabin fever so I could write off my summer vacation as a medical expense. She said no. Fortunately, Red Roof's clean, comfortable rooms are very affordable and you wake up rested and ready to hit the road again. And get this, when you rest and repeat at Red Roof this summer, staying two separate times can earn you a free night. Cure your cabin fever at redroof.com.
1: Hello, Namaste, welcome to Far From Fact. Join us,
0: Keshav Naidu, and me, Hussain Merchant, as we solve pertinent world issues in an attempt to make the world a better place. Make the world a better place? Okay, uh, we'll leave it the way we found it. Cool man, so hey, hey Keshav, what's up? Hey Hussein, welcome back to our uh, mobile studios. Not mobile studios, our uh, studio by distance. Yeah and
1: and they are getting i'm getting very used to this huh? I don't yeah. know if I will have the
0: <laughs> motivation to return I don't know when this. I'm seeing you again <laughs> Yeah I don't I mean <laughs> <laughs>
1: because you know I think about it like see to be very honest this is a it, it it's still a non
0: revenue generating project Yeah but we can keep that to ourselves Yeah yeah I mean but, although listeners have already started talking tongues are wagging <laughs> <laughs> now it's become a log kya kahenge. Hoge, abhi revenue nahi kya <laughs> Neighbors have started talking now. <laughs>
1: so, you know, given that initially you, there was this some amount of money you spend on going, traveling to and from yeah. each other's yeah. place to record. Not just that, the time, it's half a day gone. Yeah, the time... Plus then when you're together, you
0: order some food or whatever. And you, you know? chill after that, because yeah. you can't just leave. You chill because yeah. you're making some conversation. Although yes. although that conversation before and after, I miss mm. that. Like that is yes. fun. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: That, that is, that's the fun
1: part also. Agreed. Agreed. So, you know, I think uh, what this has made, the current situation has made it a little less loss-incurring. It was yeah. a heavily loss-incurring project. <laughs> <Brunet>. <laughs> it
0: is still loss-incurring, but now yeah. our, we are cutting our losses. We've cut it. We've cut it. <laughs> We've basically let go of an entire uh, kya, o, jo, what team can we call Logistics department ko nikal <laughs>
1: Cool. So any, you were, you, we were just talking before this, you
0: were saying mm. that your week has been rather, uh, extremely uneventful. My high point was one zoom video call, which you were also a part of.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and if, you, if you can imagine if that was the high point <laughs> of my week,
1: <laughs> but you know, I feel that is what a
0: lockdown should be
1: like if anything uh-huh. so if the police is listening or if the bmc is listening <laughs> <laughs> i think you are a model
0: citizen i'm a poster boy <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> nice from my side uh, there was one high point it was a it was a regular week but uh, one big change that happened since uh, many months now is that for the first time, we ordered food from outside.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. I have some
0: comments on this. Okay. As in
1: not comments, uh, an story. Okay. 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 So, what happened was, you know, we had a very tiring day. Uh, in the morning, we had to go to the market. We had to buy some stuff. In our, and the heat just now in Bombay, for people who yeah. are not in Bombay, it's inhuman right now. It's just too hot. We went out for like three hours in the morning from 10 to 1. And it took us a good four or five hours to recover from that. Uh, mm. You know, because your energy just gets sucked out. Yeah. So then we decided that, okay, it, it was a tiring day. Let's you know just order, and then we put <coughs> everything in the oven for a good twenty minutes. So yeah. we took enough measures to kind of uh,
0: the delivery wale ko bhi dalte hai. उसका साफ दस रुपया ज्यादा लगेगा Ke tum पैसा लगा. You have to pay. us. we um, sterilize 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 you have to pay us. <laughs> yeah. Sterilize me or haircut will <laughs> get a <haircut. laughs> Thoda ho bal. <laughs> Adjust it. <kar> la. <laughs> but tell me, tell me your uh, thoughts. Mine on is food. Na- food, mine is actually nothing. It's nothing. I just went to a friend's place I think last Sunday. Okay. And um, we ended up ordering there. So okay, that was my okay. first meal from outside, you can say, in the log now. Oh, wow. So, so that's it. I don't have a story beyond that. <laughs> okay, okay. I point High pointers, I ate with my friends and they ordered from Swiggy. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> and then one week later, a Zoom call with friends. And we uh-huh. played a later, game online. That's it. <laughs> that, okay. These <things> are like... <laughs> but, you know, it uh,
1: it felt good. It felt very good. Because we ate. What did uh, you order? We ordered pizza. Pizza, okay. But you know, it felt very good because uh, that happiness. So, you know, one thing I want to, uh, I think I have a new refound appreciation for. Ordering. Post. Yeah, this is pre-Swiggy, pre-Zomato, pre-all of that. Whenever you ordered food, it was maybe a once in a two week or once in a month. Event. It was a treat. It was a treat. It, yeah, it was a big treat. And I had forgotten that feeling. Like I would gotten spoiled because of the convenience and the frequency. Absolutely,
0: yeah, and the matter. Absolutely. I hear you. I hear you. So that I could relive that feeling. Moment, no? Yeah. That, um, that was very for, nice. <laughs> for me, I think that moment, I didn't have that. I didn't experience that, I would say, because I think I was just unsure if I should be eating out. Oh, okay. You know, like I mm. don't think I was ready for it because somebody else made that decision.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't make that decision ah. for myself. So, it <laughs> once wasn't again, Once again, Keshav will succumb to peer pressure. Peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, it used to be alcohol and drugs. Now, <laughs> it's simple things like biryani. Hey, not biryani. <laughs> I had a laptop scare. I don't know if that is a funny story. So one day I just suddenly, uh, while I'm working, the laptop just dies on me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, my battery has exploded. Mm-hmm. Because five minutes ago, I just plugged the charger. Okay. So I knew it hadn't died. Like. Yeah. It's mm. lockdown mode. I didn't know who would be able to repair the laptop. Mm. So I quickly find a, a place nearby. Okay. And I run. Okay. And that guy looks at it. He says, "Okay, let's see." And he says, "You have your charger?" I like, "Yeah, I have my charger. I pull my charger. He plugs it into his socket. Everything, and it starts charging." So he's saying, like, "Okay, mm. the charger is working. The battery is mm. also getting charged. Mm. So maybe your battery cycle has gone bad, where it dies very quickly." Okay. So I said, "Okay, let's see." So it charges, 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 and then my worst fear comes alive. Huh. Is everything is fine? I had just mm. not plugged the charger properly. <laughs> so the battery had just literally... My laptop had just died, basically. like Charger khatam. Battery had died. And I had taken it to a clear, Like a laptop repair shop for this. In the lockdown. I felt quite stupid. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah.
1: It happens to the best of us. <laughs> it was panic. Nothing but panic.
0: I was like, oh shit, now what? <laughs> so, last week it was appendicitis. Yes, this week it was... <laughs> this, this week... <laughs> But but you know what I'm happy about? There's a silver lining here. Yeah, yeah. In both these incidents, I oh. was mentally prepared to lose money. <laughs> <laughs> and both the incidents, I got sent back without any money loss. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, this is like, you have to find religion now. <laughs> Normally, you complain, when you're not expecting it, you lose money. Money, yeah. Here I'm ready to spend the money and nobody's taking it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So that's a good feeling.
1: (laughs) Man, you know, whatever floats your boat. (laughs) That is, you know, out of all the things that you could have thought of to be optimistic. I
0: would have never expected that. (laughs) Yeah. Because in both cases, you know what I did, I ended up carrying a certain amount of cash with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was Mm. what made it very, like, realistic. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, okay, let me, you know, if something goes wrong or, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I don't want to be stuck without, you know, having to go to an ATM there or the guy says I don't take cards or some rubbish like that, you know. Same thing for the hospital. So I was like, okay. So it became very like uh, physical. the act is very like uh, physical in that sense. Yeah. You know when you save physical money, it feels like you've saved money. Absolutely digital yeah, money me on uh, uh, uh. <laughs> It you know it kind of reminds me of this
1: one story of mine about blood donation. Okay, uh, so uh there, there there's this hospital that I regularly go and donate blood at. Uh. Now the person there had had gotten familiar with me. And also personal detail is that my blood group is A negative. So which is fairly rare, no? Yeah, yeah. Which is rare. One day I got a call from that person. And that person was like, see, there's an urgent requirement of A negative. So, please, if you can, come and donate. Uh, the person needs it by about 4 p.m. So, try and come before that. Oh. So, then I said, okay, cool. You know, I had some time, whatever. So, then I I went. I went at about two o'clock or so, hmm. and then I reached that hospital, and then that person was like, "Oh, you know, so we we have the blood now. We don't need it anymore." Oh. So I felt bad. I was I like, mean, you "Now call and tell, no." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Now I'm here. So just take my just blood, take. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> But they didn't take it. They didn't. She was like. Yeah, she was like, no, no, your group is very rare, A negative. So I don't want to take it just musti me, Because if there is an actual requirement, then we may not, uh, you, you know, you can't yeah. donate again. So I had to go back home like that only. So, so somebody came and del- uh, donated in advance before you. Yeah. Or maybe the person who had uh, was getting operated on, they must have spread the word, and someone must Somebody. have come in. because usually donate. you do
0: cast a sort of wide net, right? Yeah, yeah. In Dricky, this case, tricky,
1: yeah. yeah, your cash and my blood. Blood. <laughs> you know, the same.
0: <laughs> Great analogy. <laughs> <laughs> you are like choose lo, mera khun, lelo, lelo, lelo. <laughs> So
1: for me, you know, it's so petty, but it was, I was like, I've spent the time and the money to come to your hospital. Yeah. Now just take my blood, man. (laughs) Why are you letting me go back (laughs)
0: like that? It feels futile. I uh, I know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, mine wasn't exactly that much. It wasn't like, hey, take my money, take my money. But... I was grateful, I was happy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that was the similarity in both those incidents.
1: (laughs) Cool, so this is our topic for the day. Uh, Slightly heavy and it's been a while since we've... We did a heavy subject. We did a heavy subject, Yeah. So the the headline reads, it rather explains why US corporates like Unilever and Verizon are pulling ads from Facebook. Hmm. So that's the headline. And uh, so the, the sub headline reads, Facebook's recent policy tweaks did little to suppress the growing revolt among advertisers worldwide who have criticized the company for allegedly failing to contain the rampant spread of hate speech and misinformation. Yeah. So, I'll give some background. In the wake of nationwide anti-racism protests, sparked by the custodial killing of unarmed African-American George Floyd in Minneapolis, a number of prominent civil rights groups in the United States came together to urge businesses, big and small, to pull their ads from Facebook and Instagram. This movement came to be known as the Stop Hate for Profit campaign. And then there are many of these, you know, activist groups, NGOs, and they have now slowly, slowly spread this message. And as a result, many companies, many prominent companies, some of the names are Honda, Motorcars, then there's Hershey's, there is Coca-Cola all of these giants have suspended their advertising on Facebook and its products. So their ask is that Facebook monitor, I I don't uh, know the exact ask, but they're saying that be little more responsible for the kind of messages and content that is coming on your platform. And until you don't, uh, get that in control via boycotting and suspending all our ad spends
0: right and 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 since these are huge brands mm-hmm. it's safe to assume that it will make a dent in their earnings
1: oh it uh, it already has so the that's the those same activist groups etc they say that advertising revenue is i think 90 percent plus of facebook's revenue revenue and because all this is the way in which they think they can make their voice heard, and right. already I'm sure revenue forecasts have dropped. The share price has taken a massive beating. Facebook share price. So, in, yeah. yeah. So impact has already. You can see that this
0: has made itself has affected. Them. So that mm. means that they are being arm twisted to take action. Yes. Yes. So. From the onset, it sounds like good news. Yes. But we have to understand because it's technology.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what is causing the headlock in the first place is Hmm. the company believes, and and I'm I'm not an expert on this. This is just my view on this. The company believes that free speech is important. So even if there is someone who says something violent or says something racist, Facebook's responsibility as a platform is to let that content be and let people see that content for what it is. They are not in a position to filter and, you know, apply their judgment. Whereas people's ask is that if something is apparently violent or racist or whatever,
0: you should monitor and you should filter that content. This is a very, very tricky debate. And yeah, you know, these are the two sides. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I <clears throat> I am also torn about it because okay. you must, everybody must be allowed to voice their opinions mm-hmm. on open social platforms. Correct. And I'll tell you where my confusion comes from. Okay. A few years ago, YouTube went through something similar, Right yes where it was png that pulled out of youtube okay <clears throat> this time here it's unilever there it was png that pulled out okay and uh, that really affected youtube revenues yeah yeah so it was Nobody. known
1: yeah it was known as the adpocalypse if i remember correctly
0: yeah that was the the press term for it correct, correct. adpocalypse hmm. absolutely right so what happened there was um, png did not want any of their products okay on pre-rolls or anywhere near videos that they considered objectionable. Okay. So, for example, there'll be like an ISIS video. Yeah. You know, sometimes these beheading videos go viral. Yes. Or a car crash video. Just about, it could be anything. Any Hmm. kind of video content can go viral on YouTube. Hmm. Hmm. Now, uh, Google's response to that was that it's not humans monitoring it, it's algorithms and it's... Really yeah. just bots that are, it's a bot that is um, assigning your ad to a video.
1: Correct. So what has so happened? So that you
0: get bang for buck. Yeah. And what happened was,
1: I think there were instances where there was a very violent video, a graphic video. Yeah. And just before or after that, there was an ad for like, what, toothpaste? Pampers or, or a Pampers. baby
0: product. Or yeah. a, I don't know if Pampers PNG, but whatever, hypothetically, something like that. So
1: that's what happened. There was a
0: disconnect. And, correct, correct,
1: and uh, then PNG and I think many other brands also. Many said others
0: that, followed. Many others followed.
1: Hmm. So you know, I uh, I remember this incident very well because there were some YouTube channels that I used to follow uh, very religiously. So, you know, these were like, I I used to enjoy watching a lot of fishing videos and a lot of the skinning uh,
0: of the fish. Yeah. Yeah. uh,
1: So, you know, how to prepare fish, prepare fish or chicken or whatever for that matter. I just enjoy all of these nature videos where one guy is going fishing and then he catches something, he cooks it and
0: people enjoy those videos. Yeah. I, I remember you sharing them with me. The one where the guy makes a, what do you call that thing? Like a ceviche. Ceviche, yeah, he makes ceviche. a ceviche yeah.
1: sitting in his kayak. <laughs> in his kayak. <laughs> so, so now what? I, I remember that specific channel and I was really fond of that creator. But because of this adpocalypse, what happened yeah. was I think YouTube came up with a notification where yeah. if there is any sort of blood in your video, you get yeah. flagged. And you do not make any ad revenue from that video.
0: Oh my God.
1: So what ended up happening was all of these creators who, you know, were doing things that their viewers really enjoyed and did not consider yeah. violent at all. They suffered. They really suffered as collateral damage of uh, this whole adpocalypse. Adpocalypse. and And these are people who depend on YouTube to make uh, a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they really suffered because of this. This was the only thing they knew how to do. They did not have anything to do with this and they yeah. just suffered.
0: It's ironic because had uh, Google sort of met PNG and said, okay, fine, we will work with you mm. and done this. It seems like it adds up mm. here. They basically said, no, sorry. Mm. And then went ahead and did what PNG wanted them to do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it, right? So, you know, what happened was, I think uh, YouTube also wanted to
1: tweak its policy to show that, okay, we are listening to advertisers Because exactly. you have to listen to people who pay your bills. So, yeah, so they did go in and make some tweaks. But this is how the tweaks impacted creators.
0: Not just, uh, this is one way. You know, uh, there was another huge way hmm. where they restructured their uh, monetization. okay. People were making. People started making. I think a fraction of what they used to make. Oh, yeah. So that they they introduced a new tier system. Only if you were above a certain subscriber base, would your earnings be not affected very badly.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Otherwise, you were like thrown to the dogs. Mm. So you know
1: that's my my takeaway from this full thing is that see, it's a, it's at the end of the day, it's a platform, and yeah. A platform has two sides. So there are creators and there are, at least for YouTube, there were creators, people who made content. Then there were the advertisers, people who okay. advertised on this content. And then there was you and me who consumed that content and got the ads. Correct. So in, in Facebook's case, what's happening is uh, there is again content on Facebook. Like the reason you are going to Facebook or Instagram for that matter, is because there are these people who are creating content and before and after or in the middle is where these advertisers come in. Or they kind of sign up with one of the creators and say, okay, in your video itself, you put put our brand or whatever. So I think structurally, it is the same. There are these same, there are the creators, there are advertisers, and then there are consumers. It is... I feel
0: that structurally, you're right. It, it is the same. Mm-hmm. How it's different is that I have my friends and family also here. Okay. I have a lot more people here that I know in the physical world mm-hmm. than in on YouTube. YouTube is strictly for entertainment and videos. Okay. This is for many things. Videos is one of them. Oh, okay. Then lastly and most importantly, I feel mm-hmm. that... People on YouTube who make videos mm-hmm. put a lot of energy and effort and dedication into maintaining those channels and, you know, being that YouTube creator. Yeah. Versus a post on Facebook by a friend, a family member, a neighbor, or somebody in my social network mm-hmm. is very, very easy. Mm. To go off on a rant is basically just puke on a keyboard. Mm. It does not take too much effort. Okay. So it makes it very, very easy to spread hate. Oh. If you were to say apples to apples, if you were to compare mm-hmm. somebody spreading hate on YouTube through video, mm-hmm. that video still needs to be produced and edited and all of that, right? Yeah. Here for it it's to just, get the traction that it, it actually matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here it's just like a, a rant that you type out and you hit, hit enter. Uh, and hence it's far more volatile and dangerous. So that makes me feel like it's Facebook's responsibility to use a little bit of tech hmm. to flag some words. Hmm. It's very difficult to flag video content. Yeah. Because you need you need more, you need better tech, I would say, to spot blood in a video. Correct. But to spot a few words is far easier, no? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I feel when it comes to words, now this is
1: where even, this is why even I'm torn. I don't know what the organization should do. I don't know what Facebook should do. Okay, should so do. this is specifically now, you know, there are these accusations that they, the violence in Myanmar and uh, things like yeah. that, that, that. There are There are larger issues. This is yeah. not about those larger issues because I don't know enough about them. But say if it comes to filtering a certain post or certain language in a mm. post, You know, language is something that is so subjective and that is used so subjectively that it becomes difficult to have a blanket rule when it comes to that. And when it becomes difficult to have a blanket rule, then it becomes difficult to monitor or to... So a
0: bot cannot censor. Cannot censor. Yeah. So you need a human to do that. Yeah. Not just one human, possibly a million team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which is why I don't know. I think. If it's possible.
1: I don't know if it's possible. And, you know, it reminds me of this other incident that happened in the US only. And this is where I think Apple was involved. So, if you remember, there was this one case where I think the FBI or someone had 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 got their hands on an iPhone. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Which became a p- piece of evidence in a in a terrorist attack or something. Exactly, yeah. So there was a terrorist suspect or something like that. And the
1: FBI had an iPhone. They asked Apple to hack or, or you know, crack that access iPhone. It. Access it. And Apple took a stand and they said, yeah. No, we are really not going to do that. And that takes balls. I was balls. shocked. I was I, shocked. I was shocked as well. But, you know, at the same time, as a consumer, as I a user... I was confused. I was like, should I be impressed or should I be like, are you guys fools? <laughs> so, <laughs> as, no, as a user of Apple products, it gave me a lot of confidence in the brand. Yeah. I, even though... Your data I, is secure. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, those are the two sides that I think a brand has to look at. as a, One, as a user... Yeah. And number two, as just uh, someone who receives their revenue from advertisers. Like, if I know as a user, my posts are going to be censored, etc. Then there will be no content to create the ad
0: revenue. Yeah. So, how do you... It is fight? difficult as an argument. Yeah, it's super difficult. Um, Somehow, you know, I'm leaning towards... Some censoring on Facebook Mm -hmm. and I don't know why. Okay. But it's like a, it's more a, it's not a rational. It seems like the right thing to do. Yeah. It's a, it's a gut more than logic.
1: You know, this is an
0: endless debate, man. Yeah.
1: I, I really don't know where, you know, I don't know. Like it would be a very difficult position to be in as an, as an organization.
0: Yeah. Where do you draw the line? But you know, there's also some, uh, there's another angle to this story. Okay. And that's a very opportune angle mm-hmm. for the big conglom- big corporations that have pulled out. Okay. Because think about it. They have, by, by stopping their ad spend on Facebook, mm-hmm. they're cutting down on their marketing budget. Yes. In the same breath, mm-hmm. they're also getting positive image.
1: Absolutely. So, the brands are also Haramis. There is no... <laughs> Full
0: yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> chalo. Right. Ek you stopped your spend. Yeah. By stopping your spend, you're looking, you come out smelling like roses. Roses. Absolutely. So, it's super cunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, people should realize
1: that. You know, that there and, are all these sides also to it. Also, yeah. And... For all you know, it is a temporary arrangement between Of course, they the will go back. And, like, absolutely, they will go back, man. So what hurts me is huh. that in all of this drama, huh. the person that is suffering the most is the creator. Their yeah. livelihoods yeah. get impacted. Yeah. And these companies, see, look, man, these companies, these big brands, I don't think it really affects them in the long run that much. And
0: it's a, a group of salaried employees making these decisions. These decisions, yeah. And yeah. not any salaries. These are very, very good salaries. Yeah. So even if they were to not go without pay for a few months for a bad hmm. mistake, they're okay. Hmm. Compared hmm. to say creators on YouTube, hmm. who I don't think are that loaded. Correct. You know, I feel again, the... Though-
1: The least privileged are getting trampled on. Even in this whole arrangement.
0: Yeah, as fellow creators, we feel their pain. We feel their pain, yeah. Like we're imagining if we were making money and we. (laughs) What it would feel like to suddenly not make that money. (laughs) It is a hypothetical, but we can put ourselves in their (laughs) shoes.
1: So tell me, you know, I think to wrap this up, to wrap up this discussion. Yeah. Do you believe that if Facebook and Instagram did not exist, this hate would suddenly go away? That's stupid to say, no? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, which... Absolutely. Which has always been my thought that here you are just shooting the middleman. Yeah. You're not doing anything
0: else. True, true. Because racism came first. <laughs> Social media came later. It's not the other way around. Beautifully put, man. Beautifully put. Yeah. It's like we didn't invent. Like slavery came first. First, yeah. Castism, racism, racism all of that. All these came things first. came first. So humans are evil to begin with. Hmm.
1: So, uh, you know, I'm I'm glad that I'm not Mark Zuckerberg. For right all now. the wealth yeah. he has, for all the popularity and power he has. And just as consumers and users of okay. social media, know that nobody cares about you. The <laughs> brands don't care about you. Even Facebook, the like
0: your like your posts your don't, posts care, don't about care about you. <laughs> if you ask anybody... Or suddenly bring it up in real conversation when you meet them. You know that post that you liked of mine? Yeah. (laughs) Try it. Just try it. They're liking hundred things a day. You're cherishing that like. They don't care. Yeah. So that's the real message that we have for everyone. Cool. So thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode.
1: Yeah, hope you guys enjoyed, and we have a very exciting story from a fellow listener. Yeah, it's a it's an exciting long story. Yes, so I'll it, 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 we've got these messages on Instagram.
0: Yeah, he wanted to send it in for a hundredth, but he was moving apartments. But he's managed to send it in now, little late, but worth the wait. Worth yeah. the wait. <laughs> so also he's asked to remain anonymous
1: so yeah we shall respect your privacy and not reveal your identity <laughs> vikram singh
0: made up name made up name very far from the real name
1: <laughs> okay so uh hello hussein and keshav this is your avid listener from toronto I moved there last year and your podcasts have been keeping me company on my commutes to work. I'm always that one weirdo with a stupid grin on his face on the subway. Apologies for not sending in something last week. I was busy moving houses and got caught up in it. But I'm so glad you guys got to do the centurial episode. Pat on the back, kudos and all the extolments. Here's to a hundred more. I've got a story to share It's a tad bit long, but totally
0: worth it. So I met this girl on Tinder and we start chatting for a while. She tells me that it's a Saturday and that they have a small group of friends over and wonders whether I'd be up to come over to her house. It's 11 pm and I'm tucked in my bed. I'm tempted for sure, I won't lie, but I had to be a little skeptical. Okay, maybe in the West things move a bit forward rather quickly, I thought but I know how I look. This has got to be a case of catfishing. (laughs) So I Google her name and found her LinkedIn and
1: Instagram rather easily. She seems to be the real deal. Anyway, I tell her it's late. I don't have a car and that the subway doesn't run beyond 1am. So she writes, no, you can stay over if you want to. I don't mind. In my head, I'm like God exists. <laughs> Not very proud for this, but I'm human too. I change quickly and I take the subway to her place. It's 40 minutes away. It's already 12.20 by the time I get off the station. I turn on Google Maps and it shows a 13-minute walk to the address. However, there's no road which goes there. Rather, it's a trail Parallel to a suspected abandoned railway track line through the woods. And after this, he yeah. has shared a picture of that trail <laughs> yeah. and it is like it's, it's from a horror scary. Road. It's legend scary. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that too, he says this is taken the morning after he walked yeah. in the dark through this. <laughs> in the dark, yeah.
1: So only a man's havas. desire for Tarak hours. <laughs> Would give him the courage to
0: tread such a trail in the middle of the night. (laughs) He goes on. I called to confirm from her if this is the correct way. And she confirmed. Apparently, she takes it all the time. So this is how I die, I thought. But my curiosity pushed me anyway. The things we do to keep the man in the pants happy. (laughs) It's pitch black and I'm reluctant to turn my phone's torchlight on. What if somebody jumps me from behind the bushes? As I walked gingerly through it all, suddenly my phone ringed loudly. It scared me. My heart was in my mouth. It was her. She questioned why I wasn't already at her house. Somehow by 1am I reached the door. I'm getting murdered tonight and I'm not even wearing my good clothes, I thought. And if not that, at least organ stealing to 100%. (laughs) The door opened and it was her. I thanked God under my breath, and entered the house seemed very eerily quiet. Oh, weren't your friends over? I asked.
1: They just left, so it's just my roommate and her tinder date now. We can hang with them here or go upstairs to my room. She whisperingly continued with my pussy <laughs> i <laughs> i think he, I think she said it differently. <laughs> Okay, man, I am trying my best. Okay. <laughs> I, I knew my good deeds will bear fruits one day. I said hello to her roommate and shook her date's hands. The man from Iran. And then I ran upstairs. The heart was pounding in my chest as I took each step of the stairs. I'm about to unlock hidden achievements where no brave man has dared to come. I daydreamed. But it didn't take much long for the dream to disappear. Her cat was named Pussy. <laughs> Not so fast, I thought.
0: Night still young. She asked me to take the jacket off and be comfy on the bed. Suddenly, the image of Saif Ali Khan tied up in Dil hai by that white girl flashes in my head. <laughs> I, shook the, I shook the thought away. All is well. After settling down, she asked what I wanted to watch. I told her she could pick anything, really. That's not what I was there for, anyway. <laughs> I figured she wanted to play something for background noise while we chat and see whether, you know... We watched it... Anyway, we watched a dreadful Japanese anime for an excruciating long hour. I was bored out of my mind. Wasn't even following the storyline. I'd laugh when she would and exclaim when she did. All of this with a 1-2 to two second delay. <laughs> She figured it out and didn't put on another episode. Then from the blue, she gets a text. Her drugs are here. Come, she said, as she wanted to introduce me to her dealer. After her dealer buddy left, she told me that
1: she's tired and hungover and will probably head to the bed. It was almost three by then and I'm barely keeping myself up to. now. The thing with me and new beds for me is that we don't mingle well immediately. What I'm saying is, I find it hard to sleep on someone else's mattress initially. So, unable to sleep, I'm lying here thinking, boss, daylight is 2 hours away and I'm not walking that trail in the dead of night. So, I picked up my AirPods and jammed them in my ear and start listening to you guys. It's easy to get lost during the funny stories and the back and forth that you forget you're next to someone. At 4am, her sleep broke and she yelled, What the are you giggling in the dead of the night for? A podcast, I replied.
0: What's it called? Play it for me, she said. So I unpaired the AirPods and played it on my phone full volume. She asked me to pause it. And with a very disgusted look on her face, questioned. Wait, you're giggling like a little girl listening to a podcast called Fart From Ass? (laughs) No words were exchanged for the next five seconds. And then in unison, we burst in laughter. This woke her up. And finally, we did nature's sweetest deed. (laughs) Patience is indeed a virtue. (laughs) <laughs> Nature's sweetest deed it seems. <laughs> you guys turned out to be the
1: perfect wingmen for me. Ap ye upkar main kaise chuka paunga. Haha, I owe you guys one.
0: Take care. What a story, man. What a story. I'm glad we've managed to become wingmen from across continents. Yes, Sitting in yeah. Bombay, we've become wingmen to a guy in Trano. Yeah. Who would have known? <laughs> <laughs> Fun story. Thank you for yeah. sharing
1: that. So also, <laughs> yeah, there's there's another listener who has been writing into us. His name is Michael Dicuto. Michael Dicoto. Dicoto. Okay. Dicotto. Yeah, he... Dicoto. He, he also sent in a message... Telling us how to pronounce uh, Dakota.
0: Yeah, because we got it wrong the last time. Wrong, yeah. <laughs> but, but he, he has is, listened. Yeah, but it's sweet <laughs> that he explained it. Yes, yes. Thank you.
1: And uh, he has been listening to a lot of our episodes. I think he recently discovered the show. He's just binged on all of the episodes. He's, heard, uh, he's heard all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. We hope you're still doing well and still sane. <laughs> so thank you michael thank you for constantly writing in and uh he shares topics he shares his feedback on all of the episodes thank you thank man. you michael. we're glad you're enjoying
0: you. we're really happy you enjoyed all these all these episodes yeah and uh yeah please get your head checked <laughs> <laughs> we may have caused some damage
1: <laughs> so there's also one more listener ayush yadav And, you know, Ayush has been sharing topics, but we've not been able to take those topics and cover them. So, be patient, Ayush. You know, we try and cover topics which we feel everyone will enjoy. Enjoy, Or we can, we have a good grasp on also. Yes, yes. So, keep on writing in, Ayush. uh, You know, we will definitely try and cover those topics or any new topics that you share ASAP. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Ayush. Hmm? Yeah, so everyone else, keep on listening, keep on enjoying, stay safe. Stay safe.
0: Yeah. What else? And follow
1: us on uh, Instagram at farfromfact.
0: Castbox. Leave comments on Castbox.
1: Yes. And uh, oh, we've got some good comments on Podbean from our oh, yeah? friend Punya. Yeah, so Punya, thank you for those comments on Podbean. And thank you for uh, using obscure apps for <laughs> <laughs> listening to us. <laughs> so that's it, everyone. Write us reviews on iTunes. It's been a while; we've not got any yeah. I- reviews on iTunes. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so, follow yeah. us on Spotify. That's that's always fun. Yes.
1: Okay. Bye, everyone. Okay. Bye. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying.